0: Welcome back to another episode of Little Geek Lost. I am your host, Cyanide, or Mandy, or Geek Goddess Princess, Northern Amazon Warrior Queen, (laughs) whatever you want to call me. Um, I wanted to say that because I know sometimes I may not introduce myself on the show. And if you're a new listener, then welcome. (laughs) I am your host, Mandy. Uh, This week I've got British boy Matt, everyone's favorite grump from England on the show. And before I get into that interview, we're going to play a couple little promos, and then we will be talking to Matt.
1: Hey guys, check out nowthatimolder.com every Thursday for a brand new episode of the podcast Now That I'm Older. It's a show about how getting older sucks, but can be awesome at the exact same time with your host, Shane Smith. Woo! Wheel and dealin'! in, lightin'! Jet Flag! Son of a gun! And Ken Baldwin. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. We talk about things that happened to us when we were younger, we talk about some random news stories, and we basically just sit around and shoot the shit. So check out nowthatimolder.com every Thursday for a brand new episode. Thanks a lot. What's up guys, this is Epic Film Guy, Nick, and I just wanted to take a few moments to tell you why you need to check out the Countdown movie and TV reviews with your hosts, Paul and Wayne. Every single week, these guys actually count down the best and worst in TV and movies so that you don't have to make the tough decisions about what to watch next. With really cool segments like Rewind Be Kind or Cool for Cast or Check It Out, you're always going to have a great, great time when you listen to this show. We're very, very proud to feature their promos on our show every single week. And we're very, very proud to call them our brothers all the way down in Perth, Australia. So if you're not listening to The Countdown yet, what you need to do is head over to their website, the countdownmoviesandtv.podomatic.com or use your favorite podcast app and just search for The Countdown Movie and TV Reviews. And I'm telling you, you're going to give it one listen and you're never going to look back. This is one of the best shows out there. So give them a subscription and jump over on iTunes. Give him a five-star rating. Just don't forget to mention something about how Wayne loves balls. But anyway, thanks very much, guys, and now back to your show.
0: So, by you shaving your beard, you started a beard-shaving epidemic.
2: Oh, I see. It's going to be one of those let's all blame Matt for the (laughs) downfall of society episodes.
0: No, but it's true, because you shaved your beard. Then... My other podcasting friend Dave shaved his beard, and then my husband came home and shaved his beard, (laughs) like all within one week. And I'm like, I don't understand what's happening.
2: The thing is, is like my beard's growing back. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's sort of, it's yeah. I'm I'm starting starting to get back into you know dirty hobo territory (laughs) now. So. You can shave it, and it does come back. It does grow back. It's not like cutting off an, <laughs> an arm. Yeah. but
0: it was like all within one week, and I was like, I don't understand what's happening.
2: <laughs> why is everyone's faces
0: naked? Like, why did everyone decide to shave their beard this week? It's messed up.
2: Yeah. Well, my excuse was, is it's really hot.
0: That was everyone's excuse, but yeah. it's not an excuse.
2: I'm, <laughs> I, I'm just. Well, I was happy that you know we're getting into September. You know, pretty soon it's going to be the fall. Mm-hmm. You know, where everything's going to be nice. We're going to get some nice, cool, cool, crisp mornings and all that. And then I've just been just been eating after getting home from work, and the uh, the news comes on with the weather predictions, and they're like, "Oh yeah, there's this really hot system that's coming in from Europe." And I was like, "No, no more hot weather." <laughs> well,
0: do you only get like like one week of hot weather, anyways. There, don't you?
2: Well, that that's that's the lie that has been built up over <laughs> over decades and decades that all it does in this country is rain. You know, we had two, three days of rain this past week, and then before that we'd had no rain for about a month. Oh wow. So we 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 are currently in this horrible position where we sort of like our summer tends to come quite late. But when it comes, it just sits there like a (laughs) burning hot stone right on your face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it's like, yeah, we do get some rain. We're an island nation. We're susceptible to like many changing weather systems. But you know, it doesn't rain all the time. We get—I think—we get less rain than you know Seattle and the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, you know, we we don't get that much rain.
0: We've had a crazy lot of rain this summer. Like, it's been, like, thunderstorm and then 30 degrees. And then thunderstorm and then 30 degrees all summer.
2: Well, just think just think of all the crops. Think of all the animals. You know, they're, they they need this. You know, people are always like, oh, my God, it's raining. It's, oh, it's so cold and miserable. It's like, yeah, but you know all those lovely flowers you like to see while you're wandering <laughs> around in the summer? They need that rain. Yeah. You know, so basically, weather is a lie.
0: Yep.
2: Every everyone's opinions on weather are wrong, and <laughs> you know. So sorry, I've been at work. I'm, I'm, used to general, I'm dealing with the general public today. I've still got my <laughs> still got my ranty head on.
0: Yeah, I made the mistake of going to the mall yesterday with my friend, So going to the mall on a Saturday afternoon was oh, hell. Why? Why do it? Well, we're like, oh, where should we go for lunch? I'm like, oh, let's go to the mall because there's a food court there. And then we got there and like, oh, yeah, it's like back to school season.
2: <laughs> yeah. You yeah, know, I, I, I was talking about this, like something similar with someone at work a couple of days ago. And we got we got onto the subject of shopping. I was like, I'm, I, I, I'm your atypical man. I don't do shopping. I, it's like I know what I need, and I get it the quickest possible way, <laughs> so you know say like I say I need a new shirt, I go right, who's gonna have a shirt that I like? Oh, I'll go to that store if they don't have it, I just go home and buy it from their website, <laughs> you know, but I'd much rather get up and go sort of like early be like you know be there sort of like in the first hour of things being open, yeah. Go and do all the bits that I need to do. Then go home. And then I spend the rest of the day in just silent bliss.
0: <laughs> Away from people. <laughs> yeah, it's just
2: like, oh, it's just, this is magical. The, I had the house to myself this past week.
0: Oh, nice. And
2: there was a couple of days where I was off work together. And I went from sort of Tuesday evening about about 8, 9 o'clock until Thursday at about half past three, without having a conversation with a human being, and it was bliss. It's like it's it is better than what I remember sex being like. It was. I I, th- I think maybe this is what tantric sex is because I was I was like I was halfway through and I was like I'm not even like ready to be done yet. I'm just like enjoying the moment, you know,
0: just enjoying it.
2: Yeah, I was, you know, sitting there reading my book and I'd look up and the living room was empty and I was like, this is good. I'm just going to appreciate this for five, ten, maybe like, you know, 50 minutes. <laughs> just going to admire the barrenness of my uh, living room. So, you know, it's all good. It's all good.
0: Just time away from people. Eh?
2: Yeah, I... Everybody needs it. I mean, to be honest, by the time it got to Thursday morning, I was, you know, having conversations with my hand. <laughs> you know, he's, got his own, he's got his own personality everything, and we were talking. So too much isolation is a bad thing, but <laughs> I, I, I'm a very big believer in time away.
0: Yeah.
2: Espe- especially when it comes to, like, living with people, mm-hmm. it's sort of... Every sort of, It doesn't matter who, who that person is. You know, you can be at home with your parents. You can be living with your married partner, your unmarried partner, friends, whatever. It doesn't matter. At some point, you need to just go, you know what? I need a couple of hours to myself.
0: Yeah. No, I totally get that because, like, with my husband working, you know, 10 days out, four days back, it's kind of nice to have the time to myself. Yeah. But then it gets to be, like... October, November, I'm like, okay, I'm ready for this to be done now.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's definitely worse in the winter, I think, just because, you know, it's it's dark all the time, and, you know, yeah. it's cold, and sort of miserable, but I like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's your I and up, butter. <laughs>
2: yeah, I woke up yesterday morning to go out to go to work, and, you know, I opened the back door, and, you know, I looked up, and the the sky was just covered in dark grey clouds, and there was a nice cool breeze on the air. And I was like, "This, this is my kind of day. I'm, I'm happy with this." And then about an hour later, all those clouds moved on, and the sun was out, and you know, people were getting burnt alive in their cars. But you know, for for that one brief moment, I was, yeah. I just sort of, yeah, you know, I just stood there and went, "I'm home." <laughs> I, I felt completely at ease. Uh, and then I um, scraped my knee open opening the gate. So <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I, I was too busy admiring the weather to pay attention to <laughs> anything around me.
0: Too distracted by it.
2: Yeah, uh, it's uh, I'm I'm easily distracted. I'm just like a human magpie.
0: That's how I am. It was like it's funny. Well, half of that's my ADD, but it was funny because we were shopping for like fishing lures and stuff. And I'm like, I'm basically like a fish because any of them that are shiny, I'm like, oh, look at this one. I like it, so we should get it for the fish. <laughs> uh, there, there's
2: someone that I met when I was at college who used to hate going into town with me because I was the person that would pick up everything. Just <laughs> It's like, even if I had no interest in buying it, even if I didn't know what it was, I'd pick it up and be like, oh, look at this. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Or I'd walk, you know, I'd walk down the aisle and just point and say what things are. Yeah. You know, <laughs> shoe polish, shoelaces, <laughs> baby wipes. It's that you don't have to say everything that you say. Well, I don't know what you want. You're wandering around looking for something, and you haven't told me what it is, so I'm offering out a suggestion.
0: Just trying to be helpful. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no
2: reason for you to be a dick.
0: Maybe you need a shoe polish. Yeah.
2: He did need shoe polish, though. Well, his, there you his go. Shoe, his Shoes were always dirty.
0: People actually use shoe polish.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, I know it was invented to do racist stage acts, (laughs) but after that fell out of fashion, I think people found out that you could put it on boots and make them look new, Yeah. so it got kind of like a second life after that.
0: (laughs) I don't think I've ever actually used shoe polish. No? No.
2: No, it's, it's, I think it's one of those things, it's sort of. You either you either enjoy polishing shoes or it is the single worst activity known to man. <laughs> See, I quite I quite like it. I kind of like the fumes that come off. Of
0: it. <laughs> it's yeah. like a bonus.
1: Yeah,
2: it's like you know, making my shoes clean, getting a little high. <laughs> yeah, everybody everybody has a good time. It's all um, good. <laughs> I've got um, I, bought, I bought a pair of um, Doc Martens last year. Uh, well, I say this year, sorry, just after Christmas, and they came with a, a little tub of sort of sealant stuff, you oh, know, yeah. like web-proofing stuff. And it's just like a, it's just like a little tub of gel. It look, it looks sort of like hair wax. Oh yeah. And it smells quite like hair wax as well. So I think it may just be hair wax in a different. <laughs> tub. Um, but I really enjoy doing that. I just you know, I get out, you know, get out one of the boots and get out the polish, the the. The weatherproof and stuff, and just, you know, rub it in. and It's, it's kind of nice. It's a good way to spend, you know, 20 minutes.
0: <laughs> I think I still have my Doc Martens from high school.
2: I had a pair when I was in college. Um, there was a... Is it, um, he was... Let me get this right. My One of my aunties, who married into the family, her dad owned a shoe store in the village where we live. And he got stuff like going back decades. I mean, you walked in and it was just like a maze of stacked up shoe boxes. <laughs> and I went in there with my with my mom. I think I was like fifteen. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, he wants some Doc Martens." So he's like, "Right, hang on." And he goes upstairs and rummages around for a little while, then comes down. And I had a pair of they were patent leather Doc yeah. Martens with like the big buckle strap over the front
0: Oh nice, nice
2: shiny and he bought them in during like the late 70s and early 80s when punk was all the rage yeah. and never sold them so it's like oh man i've got some sweet vintage uh punk rock boots <laughs> this is ace um and i think i donated them to somebody a few oh. years back i was like oh i don't wear these anymore you know, you, t- you take them, you know, show them some love. They've been good boots, you know. <laughs> and then last year, I was like, well, oh, I really wish I'd have kept those boots now because so I need to. <laughs> now I've got to go out to a store and i got to buy them. Yeah. i got to talk to the guys. Like, oh, does that feel okay? Does that feel yeah. okay? What like, I know how boots work.
0: Yeah, I understand. <laughs> I,
2: I've been a consumer of many things for a long time. <laughs> Leave me alone.
0: I think I got mine, I was probably like, 15 16 probably around there i still have them but it was totally like you know 90s grunge rock phase of boots <laughs> and i think that like yeah i still have them i'm pretty sure i still have them i should dig them out because they're like vintage now it's like almost 20 years ago <laughs> jesus
2: <Yeah. laughs> no it's, it's kind of scary um yeah, I, was, I, I, I think I've mentioned this a bunch of times, but a lot of the people that I work with are an awful lot younger than me. And, you know, I'll, I'll talk about doing something like I did it last year and then realize that I did it in, like, 98. <laughs> and then I have to go, wait, 98, hang on. Oh, my God, that's such a long time
0: ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's scary. It's scary that, like, when I was 15 is 20 years ago. Oh, kind of makes me want to puke.
2: it's just sad I mean my my oldest friend Lee we you know we, we we regularly reminisce about things that you know things that happened and we, we think back to these good times which aren't, weren't actually good times they were just as <laughs> awkward and as painful as they are now but because they're in the past they seem like good times
0: yeah exactly
2: and you know we'll sit there and go like oh man do you remember this and we talk fondly about it for like an hour and then one of us will inevitably go that was like 15 years mm-hmm. ago yep what have we done
0: with our <laughs> lives yeah, yeah it's kind of scary <laughs> Oh scary, depressing podcast, eh? <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, welcome to the bummed out podcast.
0: <laughs> well, isn't that how it usually is with you, though, Mister? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
2: just, I yeah, I've got a reputation, though. I feel that like I need to stick to it. I can't change tack now, otherwise, people will just get confused. They'll, you know, they'll start asking why I'm I've been replaced by a pod person
0: <laughs> by someone who's more positive and upbeat. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's like, what did you do with the real map?
0: You want the grumpy British guy back? <laughs>
2: yeah. I remember once. I think it was my. It was like second year of uni. We'd come back after summer break, and one of the first assignments was we had to we had to pitch some short films, and I think I had two with me to take, where they were like, oh, you only need one, but I, yeah, I did two, because I happened to just be in a creative flow that day, when I was on the train, going towards my first lecture after a summer off, and um, I can't remember what the first one was, but the second one was like a story, it was like, it was just like two people that just sort of meet, and Yeah, it it was just like a a before sunrise kind of thing. Just sort of like two people that meet and kind of get on and go off and have like a day together. And the first question that got asked was, you know, did you get laid over the summer? And I was like, (laughs) nope, nope. Unless, you know, with myself counts. Um, But um,
0: I hate... Oh, by the way, they die at the end. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, Actually,
2: it turns out that, you know... One's dead and the other one is dying, and, it, and it's all some kind of lucid death dream. You know. um, but yeah, I hate thinking back to that time because I think that was possibly the most awkward and uncomfortable I've ever been in my entire life. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was in my mid twenties. I was going through a phase. I had like Robert Smith hair, but but I dyed it bright red. So I got oh, this wow. bright bright red Robert Smith do. Nice. <laughs> and yeah, I oh it's, it's just a bad time. It's <laughs> like th- th- this is why I never take photographs. This is, this is why I don't ever do it. There's, so somewhere out there there's photographs of me and whenever I come across them I'm like burn them. Burn, <laughs> burn them now or I will burn your house down with you in them. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't photograph well now. I'm not yeah, you know, I'm not saying like I've suddenly got better with age, but I I, I was definitely one of those awkward o- awkward sort of teens and early 20s somethings.
0: Yeah, I was very awkward too. I went through the, the whole goth phase and everything and dyed yeah. black hair old all black clothes. It's, yeah. it's it's actually like time consuming to be goth. Oh, so time consuming. Like it is cuz i mean you have to like make sure all your stuff's black and like put put on the black eyeliner every day and i was just like oh it's too time consuming. Although now like still majority of my shirts are black so it's like trying to find the one that i want's impossible.
2: Yeah. Now, I um, last couple of years I've gone for like splicing in a bit of color into my t-shirts just so I can kind of know which one's which
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like
2: I got like three three shelves in my uh, wardrobe and you know it's like okay one of them's white t-shirts or you know white and gray one of them's colors and the other one's black. I was like, that's a perfectly fine system. That'll work. But what actually happens is I've got, like, two and a third black. <laughs> like, a couple of white ones. Yep. And then 2 colour ones, sort of, like, interspersed in.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the worst. I'm trying to find the one that I want. It takes forever. I'm like, come on. I know it's in here somewhere. Yeah.
2: The worst thing is, is when you go... Wait a minute, I'm sure I have this particular shirt. And then you go looking for it and you find all the other shirts that you've forgotten about. Yeah. Um, I bought one. I think I, I, the reason I got onto this was I was, you know, I loaded up Facebook one day. And you know how it instantly takes you to the bit at the top. It's like, oh, these were your memories a year ago or two yeah. years ago. I got one up and it was a picture I'd taken of a new t shirt I'd just got, which was a Rocket and Groot t shirt. But it was in there, like it was in like the old uniforms, the old like blue and red uniforms. Oh, yeah. I was like, "Oh man, I want to put that t-shirt. on. I haven't seen it in a while." <laughs> and I was digging through this huge mound of black t-shirts. Found, like must have been five that I'd forgotten I owned. I was like,
3: "Oh yeah,
2: I remember <laughs> this one now."
0: That's about like always impossible for me to like clean any room because I just like end up finding all the stuff that like you know i was looking for get distracted by things i'm like oh yeah what about this and then like it's three hours later and i've got nothing done
2: yeah i I remember years ago when my uh, brother moved out and we were sort of like packing up the room and it it just took like three four days (laughs) We we get so far and be like oh dude do you remember when we bought this vhs off ebay I said it was a long time ago. Uh, you know, so like, do you remember when we bought this VHS off eBay? It's like, oh yeah, we should totally stick it in and watch it. It's like, yes. yeah, let's do that. So you know, we'd sit there and watch, you know, uh, the Intruder, um, possibly, possibly one of the greatest Korean action movies ever. made. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was just you know, he get a message from his fiancee. It's like, uh, so how's the how's the packing coming? It's like. Oh, shit, we're supposed to be packing. (laughs) There's only like 40 minutes left of this. We'll watch that, and then we'll get back onto it. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's easy to get distracted. I get distracted by everything, but I blame it on ADD.
2: (laughs) See, I I blame it on the fact that I buy cool stuff, and it's much more interesting than whatever I'm supposed to be doing. That, too. (laughs) (laughs) um my uh folks were on holiday a little while ago and i was jokingly saying like oh bring me a present you know you're on a holiday you gotta bring me a present They're like all right okay and i was like wait, wait, wait hang on let me let, let me clarify this i want an interesting present <laughs> i don't just want some like token like gift store kind of thing or you know some like fridge magnets like I want an interesting present. It doesn't even have to like doesn't have to be expensive. You could find it on the street. <laughs> as long as it's interesting, then I'm down with it. And when I saw them afterwards when they got back, they were like, Oh yeah, we found like we've got you these. I was like, Oh, what is it? It's like, Oh yeah, we've got you some fossils. <laughs> I was like, wow. shit yeah. That's exactly, that's the kind of gift giving that needs to come back. Yeah. Where you just like, I yeah, I I don't care that it costs you like two pounds fifty for this tiny bit of rock with a uh, ammonite in it. That shit's awesome. Oh yeah. I'd much rather have that. Yeah, I'd much rather have that than you know, just yeah, you know, oh well greetings from Weymouth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never gonna go to Weymouth. I don't like <laughs> I don't like going that far south. <laughs> it's like for all of you playing along at home. Bring up a map of the United Kingdom. Look where Sheffield is. And it's just sort of like right in the middle. Uh, I don't like going any further down than that.
0: I only know where Sheffield is from the full Monty. Well, Sheffield?
2: <laughs> well, unfortunately, the uh, city's taken a turn for the worst. So there are fewer and fewer all-male, <laughs> like, striptease acts in the city. Um,
0: well, they weren't a very attractive one to begin with, save for Robert Carlyle
2: hey 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 i'm not having that sheffield (laughs) sheffield men are handsome uh you know they can go and do a 13 hour shift in steel mill Mm -hmm. come out and drink you under table (laughs) and then still walk home in a relatively straight line
0: i'd be down for that
2: yeah exactly it's it's like we're, we're we're a rugged rugged animal yeah, you know, we're not one of these chiseled pretty boys, but, you know we, know, we know how to wire up a plug. So, it swings about. What what do you want? Do you want something that's nice to look at, or do you want something that's, you know, practical?
0: Exactly. Well, that's why I always talk, like, if I ever made it to the UK, I'd want to go to, like, the smaller, you know, the smaller towns and the ones, like, out in the country and just go to, like, some little local pub and sort of hang out there and avoid, like, London and yeah. all the horrible tourist traps.
2: Well... I think the best way to describe London is that London's sort of like it's sort of like like an American or a Canadian city. it's just got a lot narrower streets yeah um it's got narrower streets and we have these things called curves, which I don't think you guys have over there on the roads. everything seems to be straight, but we have these things called <laughs> curves, and there's lots of them, and we have, you know we have cobblestones as well they're super fun
3: yeah
2: uh, you know it's. London is, yeah, it's probably the most cosmopolitan city that we've got, but it's also a hate filled, sort of shit pile. Yeah. I hate London so much. It's, it infuriates me every time I go. I just get annoyed. And it's Londoners, I think, that make it <laughs> so bad. Londoners are just horrible people. If anyone's listening from London right now, I hate you. And you will not be on my Christmas card list.
0: Yeah, see, like, that's why I'd rather go to, like, you know, the smaller towns, like, mm-hmm. just sort of out in the country, kind of, and avoid the the touristy areas. If I'm going to go to, like, England, I want to see real England, not, like, London.
2: Well, real England is, I'd say, like, you know, go watch, um, go watch, like, 8 Mile and <laughs> Only Lovers Left Alive. And, you know, basically anything that's set in De- Detroit. And that, that sort of... <laughs> That's sort of like you know, the Midlands. You know everything's on fire or derelict, and you'll probably get murdered. Um, you know, if you come out into the country, there's a, you know there's a little more variety. You know, mm-hmm. so, someone might you know push over a cow. <laughs> uh, actually, saying that, we, do, you know, we we do have some really horrible crime in our area.
0: That's like sort of here. Like, like we have a lot here. of
2: stabbings. Yeah. yeah, we we do too, and. I don't know. I, it, it seems like it's not really talked about because it's not as sexy as gun crime. <laughs> yeah. But, You know, we had, you know, uh, up in Scotland, you know, there was the, you know, Dunblane and within within days of that happening, there was an instant ban on all handguns and small arms in the country. And To my knowledge, like off the top of my head, I can't think of another sort of major shooting Mm -hmm. that's happened in this country. But knife crime is just—it's just up the wazoo.
0: Yeah, that's the same here. It's really bad for stabbings. But I mean, the plus side here is it's mainly people who know each other, so it's usually people who are just drunk and decide to fight each other and stab each other. It's not very often random.
2: Yeah, but, mm-hmm. but still, it's like, I think that, that you've got to really hate someone to stab them, mm-hmm. I think. You've got to, like, genuinely despise them being alive.
0: Yeah. So,
2: yeah, if, if you're going to shoot someone, you can take yourself out of it. Yeah, you're sort of, like, yeah.
0: detached from it.
2: Yeah, but I think, you yeah. know, not, stabbing someone's just... It's like I, I hate a lot of things. <laughs> I hate a lot of people. But I don't think I've ever gotten to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm gonna stab that dude. Yeah. <laughs> d- I've I've decided that he's made me so angry, I'm gonna put this six inches of steel inside his chest repeatedly <laughs> and, you know, dance about on his bloody cups.
0: You imagine I, like someone came into Starbucks and you're just having like a really bad day. And they like ordered a really shitty, like pompous drink, and you're just like, you know what? I'm just gonna stab him. Yeah, and he just reach that... Across the counter and stab him. No,
2: I'm not saying that I haven't had that fantasy. <laughs> um, and you know, I I sort of dive over the counter like I'm Michael Phelps diving into the pool. <laughs> um, and you know, it's it's wonderfully shot and artistically lit, and yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's 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 very cinematic. But you know, those. Those thoughts are only fleeting, and then I realise that I've got to try and smile, which sort of <laughs> looks like I'm having a stroke. <laughs> try
0: and smile and not stab them.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, anyhow, uh, <laughs> let, let's talk about the Olympics. Let's talk about something a little more upbeat. <laughs> I, just, I know, I know, you said that a couple of days ago that you had not seen any.
0: No, I haven't a- watched like any of the Olympics. A-
2: You must be the most unpatriotic person, I think, in the entire universe. But,
0: see, it's Summer Olympics, though. If it's, like, Winter Olympics, you pretty much have to watch it. But when it's, like, Summer Olympics, most Canadians are just, like, meh. Same as I didn't watch the Tragically Hip concert last night, which was, like, a big deal.
2: Well, you you said that you were, like, the the only American, the only Canadian not at that show. It's like, there is more than, you know, like a concert halls worth of you no, it's not like, like it's everyone tiny
0: across head. the country was watching it though like because it was broadcast on cbc oh right, free. right, right. It, every like even where i live in thunder bay there's like um they're gonna have it outdoors at the marina but it was raining so then they filled up like our big auditorium building on first come first serve free and they're broadcasting it there like almost every bar had a broadcast and i was just like meh i'm not a big fan of them like i saw them live they were pretty awful I've never liked their music, so I'm like, why am I going to watch their Going Away concert?
2: Um, So you can sit there and go, <laughs> well, I've seen them live. Even if you've not seen them live before, you could go, "Yeah, like, well, I saw them live.
0: I did see them live, though. Like, they came here three years ago, and I went to see them. But that was only sort of like it's a sad story (laughs) was
2: it sort of like you know like military service it's like right you're Canadian you have to go see the tragic thing
0: it was sort of like because my dad had bought tickets for him and my mom and he was super excited about it and she died on Remembrance Day in November and the concert was in January so I was like well I'll go with you dad because it's sad that you know because he was super like bummed about not being able to go with her so I'm like well I'll go with you I hate the band but I'll go with you as like you know a nice father-daughter thing but the concert was awful (laughs) true that's the only reason i went to go see them (laughs) but
2: you know you you did do a good thing you did do an incredibly sweet and incredibly like selfless thing you know you put you put yourself through three hours of pain to make someone else feel better so you know it's like yeah you did have to go see the tragically hip but (laughs) You're also at the same time not an asshole. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think <laughs> I think one is worth the other. You know? It's like if it, yeah, if if it was me and the concert was you know I don't know you two, <laughs> then I'd go. And all the way through it, I'd be suppressing the urge to boo Bono. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, tell him to end world hunger. <laughs> uh, but I'd go and I'd do it, and then afterwards, I be like, "Oh yeah, it was a really good show. Yeah, yeah. That, that, oh yeah, that one song. Yeah. Oh man, that was that was so good. Yeah." <laughs> That, you know, that like 40 minute lecture in the middle where they're yeah. talking about Africa. Yeah. Oh, so moving. Yeah. So moving. Bono's a saint. Yeah.
0: <laughs> See, that's kind of like what I don't like about Tragically Hip is like the one, the main singer dude, he'll like just drag stuff out. So he'll just sit there and like ad lib for like five minutes after a song. And I'm yeah. like, it's done. Yeah. Just move on to the next song, please. I, like, I let's remember go.
2: <laughs> it was, oh, God. It was, it's the early 2000s, I think. And, uh, I sat around watching watching MTV back when, you know, MTV used to have music on it. <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: and there was showing a um it was a Smashing Pumpkins gig from it was like the very late nineties or very early two thousands. You know, it was probably like ninety nine to two thousand sort of era and you know i'm sitting there and watching it i was like oh man you know this is a, this is a cool show i kind of wish i'd have got to see that but you know i'm you know 15 and in another country and broke <laughs> uh, so i'm sitting there and watching it. i'm getting really into it and then this song starts up i was like oh man i've never heard this song before what's this and i'm listening to it and i'm like no, I don't know. So I'm listening to the lyrics. I was like, no, I can't tell what it is. And then it gets to the chorus and it's Bullet With Butterfly Wings. Oh, wow. And I was like, that sounds nothing like Bullet With Butterfly Wings. <laughs> that sounds like a completely different song. And you've just stolen that one line and put it into this new song. Wow. Um, but, you know, the crowd are really into it, and they're like, yeah, fucking come on, yeah. It's like, <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't mind bands, you know, when they're live, you know, sort of like, playing around with a song, you know, yeah. like, yeah, you know, you know, extending a bridge or a solo or putting in, like, you know, some audience interaction or whatever, that's cool. But when you've changed your song to the point that it's completely different from yeah. how it <laughs> I'm, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, well, it has to sound like it does on the record, otherwise, it's not the <laughs> because I, yeah, I know there's such a thing as you know, you know, Pro, you know, pro Tools and you know they can yeah. tweak bits and make it sound as perfect as possible, which is why I don't get the uh, vinyl argument. It's like vinyl's how it's meant to sound. It's like, oh, so they go into the studio and they press it down onto vinyl <laughs> and then they edit it from the vinyl. No, I think you're wrong. Uh, I think you'll find that you know those. You know the, those reel-to-reel tapes, and then those digital files. Yeah. they're how it's supposed to sound? Thank you very much. Now go back to sipping your soya chai latte, you hipster fuck. <laughs> um, untwizzle that moustache. <laughs> um, but no, it's, I agree. I'm, I think I think that's a shitty thing to do. It's like you've got you've got people to come all this way yeah. to spend, in most cases, like all this money to go do you know go see a big, big you know stadium show or Mm -hmm. an outdoor concert or whatever you know it's like it's an expensive thing and they've all come because they love your music you know and there's 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 a certain there's a certain connection there you know that's why people go see live music because it sparks something in them and then you go right we're gonna do um we're gonna do some uh oldies but we're gonna do it in a uh punjab jazz (laughs) Fusion mashup style. Yep. So, Pete, do you want to get out your sitar? <laughs> it's like, no, that's not what you want. Or, or what was it? There was Blur, I think it was one. Oh, I love Blur. I think it was one Glastonbury. They showed up and just played stuff off of the new album, which hadn't come out yet. You know, there's all these people like packed up <laughs> in the middle of a muddy field, and yeah. like, yeah, fucking Blur, come on! And they just did a set of all new material. Yeah. And Blur it's like...
0: in Glastonbury. Oh, that's like my '90s teenage like girl obsessed with like British music dream was going to Glastonbury. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, you you can go now. It's just it's not like it
0: was no yeah. well it, it it would have been like going in the 90s yeah is like with all those bands that's when i was like super into british music no
2: it's, it's weird when you'd um you know you look back you happen to stumble across like a concert poster and you look back and it's like shit i would mm-hmm. totally dig that yeah and then you know at the time you were like pfft who are these assholes? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: But now, now you've grown up and your music tastes has changed. You're like, man, i totally go
0: see that. I remember like, well, especially back then too, because it wasn't like, well, without the internet and stuff and having to like buy CDs and it was all like import CDs. So getting like a menswear CD cost me like $60 because it was an import CD mm. for fucking menswear. <laughs> like, a no name British band. Yeah. And all my blur uh, tapes and Prodigy tapes and everything were, like, super expensive.
2: Oh, man, those, those import prices were just redonkulous.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I I remember being... Yeah, it was me and my friends, and we we're, like, 15, 16, and we'd go into town, and we'd hit up, you know, HMV and Virgin Mega stores and basically anywhere else that would sell CDs. And it was usually the big HMVs had, like, a special import section. Yeah. And you'd go and look, and you're like... Why is that so much?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's like this album is out over here, and it's <laughs> and it and it's nine ninety nine. But I come over to this corner, and it's got a little sticker on it that says import, and it's now twenty seven ninety nine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why? What's so special? It's like do, do they have like magical CDs in America? Does, Can I, like, plug myself into it? You know, (laughs) like, full of, like, Matrix thing, and I'm in there with the band, and we're rocking it. No, it was exactly the same. It was just, you know, like, all the legal, tiny, bullshit, small print was different.
0: I have to say, like, that's what's kind of nice about digital music now, is you don't have to worry about paying the import fees. Like, the price it is (laughs) is the price it is. Because I hated that, like, having... Well, especially when I was, like, listening to all the British stuff, and everything was, like, $40 for a CD, My parents are like, why are you spending $40? I'm like, because it's Blur and I need it.
2: (laughs) Shut up, you don't understand me. You were never my age.
0: I need this Prodigy CD where it's just like the singles and it's three songs, but it's $60. (laughs)
2: Uh, My favorite ever single I ever bought was a placebo single. Oh, nice. And it was... Oh, shit. what, What song was it? Um... I think it might have been special k i'm oh, not 100 yeah. um but it was like a seven track single oh nice i was like this is amazing really? I, bought, I bought it and it was 2.99 i think oh, it was wow. from i think i i think i bought it from capital records in london back <laughs> they disappeared i'm sure it was capital if not it might have been virgin i can't remember i was like 13 at the time I, t- I can barely remember what I did today, so thinking about that far is even harder. But yeah, it was like seven seven tracks. So I was like, yeah, three of those tracks are just a remix of the you know the single song. Yeah. But you know, it's like seven. whole, it's like I've got an EP and it cost me two ninety nine. Yeah. It's, this is the best thing ever.
0: <laughs> I think I actually still have all my prodigy EPs at home. Like while at my parents' house, I'd have to go and dig for them. I know they like uh, kept all my CDs, and then they're like, "Come get your stuff." And I was like, "I don't want it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> keep,
0: keep it there. <laughs> you, keep it there. <laughs> you keep it there. I don't want to bring it home. Might
2: be worth some money. Keep all of it." <laughs> uh, I got rid of all of my CDs uh, a couple of years ago uh, when I still worked at HMV. They they were trialing this like trade in thing. Oh yeah, where you could take you could take basically if you took in a CD, they would give you think they would give you a pound for it a pound's worth of credit so I went and took in like all my CDs and got myself a nice tidy little nest egg to spend <laughs> in the store and the own I think the only one I kept was one that a friend had bought me one year for my birthday which was a Japanese CD and it was the it was all of the music from the Legend of Zelda series oh wow and I kept hold of it and I gave it back to him. I was like, look, I traded in all my CDs, but this one I couldn't get rid of because it's awesome. So I'm giving it back to you. I'm letting you have it because I've, you know, I've got nothing to play CDs on anymore. I was like, I- I've got my PlayStation 3 and I don't tend to put CDs in that. Um, so I got rid of them all and people are like oh my god I could never do that I could never do that I was like have you never heard of this thing called the internet yeah you know it's like iTunes exists and mm-hmm. practically everything that I owned on CD is on there
0: yeah well and it's like it's... with us too our, our new cars don't even have CD players in them they have uh, spots for SD cards mm. so I can't even put like a CD in my car I have to like put everything on an SD card so I'm like why do I still have CDs
2: yeah yeah, but you know, one day you'll one day you'll sit down with your you know your children or you know nieces and nephews, and you'll be like, "Oh, back in my day, we had CDs." Mm-hmm. And they're like, wait a minute, you couldn't just experience music in real time through your unconscious? <laughs> Pff, that's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and then there'll be those kids out there. It's like, oh, I only listen to music on CDs. <laughs> oh, this is the only way to listen to it.
0: Yeah, see, at least, like, well, like, me personally, I got to cross, like, three, probably three different mediums, because it was still cassette tapes, Mm. and then CDs, and then now digital music. Yeah.
2: See, I I think all the cassette tapes that I had were just the ones from my brother and sister, which I'd stolen. (laughs) Because I was the youngest, so every so often I'd be like, I'm just going to go rummage through here. And, (laughs) you know, it's like, even when they took them back and they put them into their collection, I was like, it's still mine. <laughs> yeah.
0: A lot of mine were like, bur- well, burning. Wow, we're uh, recording <laughs> onto cassette tape from like my parents' CDs. So like putting in the the CD and the the cassette tape and like timing it up to record onto the tape and making my own copies of their stuff. Oh, before could before there was like burnable CDs.
2: I was reminiscing about mini discs the other day. <laughs> I was like, man, I fucking loved mini discs. Mini discs were just the best mm-hmm. they were the absolute best and it's like if you got you know if you went and bought the optical cable which costs like three quid you could have cd quality on your tiny little disc Yeah. as like they're all different colors they look badass you know my favorite thing about mini disc is is you know, you know the movie hackers
3: yeah
2: I, th- I think we've talked about this before I love hackers. but um like they just use a Sony Mini Disc player to put yeah. the discs in, and it's just it's just sat there on the desk next to the computer. They don't even try and disguise the fact that it's just a Sony Mini Disc player. Yeah. It's like oh, it looks futuristic and cool. We'll use that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I totally bought it when I saw hackers. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I think it was like a year into me owning a Mini Disc player. I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> hang on, where did I put my copy, of hackers?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, I was like that because, like, I watched Hackers before I went to college for computer programming and then watched it again afterwards, and I was like, wait a minute. This is all bullshit. Yeah. It's like,
2: you can't do any of that shit on a computer. Nope. That's, you know, (laughs) I I spent six weeks coding this thing, and all it does is blink.
0: Yeah, pretty Uh much.
2: You you can't just bash the keyboard and, you know, you hack into a mainframe. It doesn't work.
0: (laughs) Oh, my friend loves to ask me because she watches, uh... NCIS a lot and the chick yeah. on their ab you can type you in like just any shows where like people are you know the the IT people is typing yeah. away and she's like is that what it's like I'm like no it's usually a lot of like mouse clicking but that doesn't translate well to television <laughs> someone's just clicking on the mouse yeah, you need all the dramatic I, keyboard
2: typing. Yeah, I, I love it when they're t- they're sort of you know they're, they're they're obviously typing in you know like they're they're going they're going through like the DOS thing and they're yeah. typing in all the keystrokes and all the commands. But on the screen, it's just you know Internet Explorer and a news yeah. article, or it's some surveillance footage. Yeah, It's like. I'm pretty certain everything's done with your mouse. It's like, if you want to, you can't just say like enhance and it (laughs) enhances the picture. You've got to go and click on the zoom icon and then click on the bit you want to zoom into. It's like, but no, you're right. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be as. Interesting. If it was just like mouse, can you, can you imagine you're, sit, you're sitting there in the theatre, right? They're doing, you know, the the new Jason Bourne movies just come out, and they're like, oh, we have got to find Jason Bourne, and then this the the picture that you see in front of you is just a computer screen, and you see this mouse, yeah. and every so often it
0: goes, yeah, <laughs> and it's just quiet. <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: I've I've been working my way through community over the last couple of months. as a friend of mine, Lee, he was like, you've got to watch it, you've got to watch it, you got to watch it. He's been saying it for forever, and it's now all on Netflix. So I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll watch it. It's now easy for me to watch. I don't have to go and download it and all that kind of shit. Yeah. I really, I'm really lazy like that. Mm-hmm. And I watched an episode the other day where they did a Law & Order spoof. Oh, I think yeah. it's, it's somewhere towards the end of season three. And... There's just, there's just this wonderful bit where they they walk into the library and Britta's like, oh, come here, I've got to show you something. Sits down at the computer, it's like, it took me three hours, but I figured out how to make the picture look like the Old West. You're like, <laughs> that, that's how it should be when you go down to the lab. It's all like, oh, what can you tell me from this picture? Yeah. Oh, we can see that the gunman was shot. No, 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 no. It should be like, oh, well, you know, I played around with the filters and I stuck it on Instagram. <laughs>
0: yeah, pretty much. Yeah that's about it Like even like you know one of my old jobs there was a lot of like command line stuff because it was like a command line based operating system horrible yeah. Linux and even still it wasn't like as much typing as they do for like one scene on one of those shows
2: mm. uh, I, I, I remember <laughs> one of the courses I did at college it's like we had to build a website and I'm like oh you've got to use Dreamweaver to do it yeah <laughs> Did you ever use Dreamweaver? Yeah, I've
0: used it a few times.
2: Yeah, uh, and I mean, we're talking what, like two thousand two, two thousand three. So it's, it's it's basically like all of computers from from like home computers dropping in like the mid nineties until I'd probably say about two thousand and ten. They were all the same. Yeah. Everything was the same. Nothing got any better. It was all the same. I remember sitting there with Dreamweaver and just being like, this is just... I I just don't understand. And like, oh, well, you put this command in here and you can make it do this. It's like, why isn't there just a button I can press? Yeah. that be like, I want my name at the top to be Flashy Lights. Exactly. Like flashy lights.
1: Bro. <laughs> I remember
2: go- going home and talking to my friend and he-, he was doing a computer course at the time. It's like, no, but you see all those commands that you had to put in, that's how you make the flashy button thing. It's like, yeah, but I don't need to know any of that shit. <laughs> yeah. I just need to know where the flashy button thing is. Yeah. You know?
0: I hate that. But, I'm I'm like the same way. Like I just want shit to click on, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like buttons and stuff to click on and make it work. Which is funny because like my job is writing code now, and I'm just like ah, I don't want to write all this code. Give <laughs> me a button.
2: Can't can, can't you just copy and paste it?
0: A lot of the stuff there, is the same.
2: Isn't there just like a code like? <laughs> An online resource for code, it's like, oh, well, I need this thing i will do that. Yeah, okay, copy
0: and paste. A lot of it actually is like that, because a lot of the, it's like the same sort of stuff, and you just change, like, the names of the variables or whatever, but it's all, the basic framework's the same, so you end up Googling a lot of it. But it was fu- It was funny at, in my old job with uh, the command line Linux operating system, And my boss was, like, totally old school and, like, trying to, you know, teach me it. And, like, that's all he wanted to use. He didn't even, like, he hated Windows. And, Mm. well, he hated Windows because he was, like, weird and against corporations or some shit. But uh, he was telling me, he's like, okay, so, you know, here's all the commands to pull up uh, the manual and, like, command line stuff to, like, read on, like, command line. You know, if you're having problems to figure out the different things you could do, you could just pull up the manual. And he's, like, you know, how would you look this up? And I'm, like, I would go to Google. And I would Google it. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, well, yeah, I guess you could do that. I'm like, why did I waste all this time typing all these command lines and reading through this, like, thousand-page manual printed on, like, a DOS screen, which is impossible to read on? Or I could just go to Google and type in the exact thing I'm looking for and find in two seconds. Yeah, Like, sorry. (laughs) So that's basically coding is, you know, Googling a lot.
2: You know, every, every day when you got into work, did you have that, you know, did you have that Jurassic Park moment? Where you're like, <laughs> this is a Unix system. Yeah. I know this. And then like slowly push the mouse up.
0: Yeah. Like in a really dramatic fashion. <laughs> I would have if there was a mouse. It was all command line. And I hated it so much. I'm like, this is stupid. And I hate it. And I don't yeah. want to use it. And why don't you just use fucking Windows like a normal person? And like anything he had was all like custom made things. And anytime there was like we had to pull a report for something, he'd go and he'd make like a custom program to pull the report. I'm like, or you could just go into the the database and click two buttons and have the information you want. Like you don't need to build a program for everything.
2: Do, do you think he had a really empty home life?
0: Oh, probably. He was. Do you like, think I was, what it was? If you think of like a nerd. He's probably like looks exactly what you think of. Like he wore suspenders, he had a pocket protector, he had a mustache, and like big thick like glasses. He was like total IT nerd, but it was so, just like, dude, come on.
2: So basically, he looked like me, but he was good at IT. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> he was a lot like yeah. old school nerdier looking. Yeah,
2: in in my mind, he's a mix between Bill Lumberg and Milton from yeah. Office.
0: A lot like Milton, actually. If you like threw suspenders on Milton and yeah. made him like a little bit less squirrely, that would have been him.
2: <laughs> they, they took my they stapler took and I did it. They took my yeah. stapler from my time, i burned the piece I down. love Office Space so much. Yeah. So, so good. It was it was one of those weird movies that we just sort of happened across. Yeah. And um, it's like growing up, I was a big like, Beavis and Butthead fan and then like King of the Hill. Mm-hmm. And my brother came home one day with his DVD and was like, oh, this is from the guy that did King of the Hill. I'm like, oh, sweet. <laughs> and then opened it up. I was like, it's got that chick from Friends in it. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just, it's just magical. It's so
0: good. I was
2: like, that, that pretty much prepared me for the working world. <laughs> Watching Office Space made me understand how so crushingly horrible mm-hmm. adult life is.
0: Yes, very much so. You were watching something the other day that I love, Young Ones. Mm-hmm. I fucking loved Young Ones so much. And, like, that was one of the things when I was going through my, my British phase in the yeah. 90s, which I never grew out of, really. <laughs> but, like, trying to find that on, like, well, it was, like, VHS. then, yeah. And it was, like, one of those things where like I could get it online from Amazon, but because to get it in, like, Region 1, it was going to cost me, like, $400 for the yeah. set. Yeah. Whereas like now i'm like fuck it let's go download it no more region yeah. two, region one bullshit
2: well i i'm not sure surely it's on like surely it's on netflix because they have they had a bunch of before they stopped all the proxy servers yeah you know i was using american netflix and they had like pretty much the entire bbc catalog it's They had like,
0: a lot but i don't think i've ever come across young ones on there I used to love
2: Young Ones so much. Well, one, one to look for if you ever do find it is the Dangerous Brothers. Oh, okay. It was Rick and Aid from the. It was between them doing Young Ones and Bottom. I think. Oh, nice. So it was like mid to late eighties, and it was just it was just like a two man show, and the, there was only like a couple of episodes and it was basically they they are the dangerous brothers and they did dangerous things <laughs> and it it was it, it was just like them on like a really basic set but <laughs> it's like if you loved watching rick and aid beat mm-hmm. the shit out of each other yeah. it was just so funny it was fantastic <laughs> but i still it's...
0: die like every time i see like lentils at the store and i just think of neil with his lentils <laughs> That's all I think of. Oh Neil. Neil, man. <laughs> Making let's his just... big pot of lentils.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, let's all just pick on Neil. Yeah. <laughs> Neil's a real bummer. We wish he was dead.
0: And that was like the on that show it was like the first time I ever heard someone say clever trousers and I think I both pissed my pants laughing. <laughs> and I was like, Clever trousers? That's like smarty pants. <laughs> <laughs> It was oh. so great.
2: <laughs> the world is definitely a worse place for it not having Rick Nail in
0: it anymore. Yeah.
2: Um. D- not long after he passed, one of the channels over here did like a a retrospective. You know, just one of those talking head programs. He talked to people that you know had, had worked with him and chronicled chronicled his career. Mm. And it's like, I'm not much of a crier. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I don't really cry. I can count maybe like. A handful of times where I've cried, well, not including like when I was a kid and I hurt myself yeah. or was told I couldn't have, you know, a ninth piece of cake or whatever. <laughs> like genuine, like emotion, emotional distress. And count like a handful of it. And I'm watching this thing and I'm just bawling like Aww. a child. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, Rick and Aid are pretty much responsible for my love of comedy. You know, I would, I would stay up late because my brother was a little older than me, I would stay up late with my brother on a Friday night and watch Bottom on BBC Two. Oh, Bottom was so good. In the early 90s. It's like, I didn't understand it. I had no fucking idea what they were talking about. You know, I was was a little kid. I was like eight or nine or something. But, (laughs) my God, it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. (laughs) You know, it's like, still now, you know, my, my sister was a big fan of it, and still now, just sort of, I'll, I'll quote a line to her and we'll, <laughs> like go through the episode it's like the the one that always gets her is the one where the gas man comes
0: oh yeah
2: it's knocking on the door and rick's just stood there shouting gas man gas man <laughs> and then you know it's like is there someone that looks after you I say that to my sister and she's just she's just in stitches she can't
0: breathe for like 20 minutes. <laughs> so good Apparently they're making uh, remaking Are You Being Served. Really? Yeah, I saw something online and it was like showing a picture of like the the new cast or some weird shit. I Surely love it can't that be one as too.
2: politically incorrect as Are You Being Served was.
0: No. I, yeah. it's, it, can't, it can't be. I used to love that show so much. And like that was one that like my parents watched a lot and I remember watching all the way from like the black and white episodes to like when they're working at the inn and they're all old at the end. <laughs> Like the whole series. That was so good.
2: Um, I know my dad has recently started one of the channels, just it's called UK Gold, and they just show like old British comedies. And they've been like the they've been rerunning for the 9,000th time <laughs> uh, Last of the Summer Wine. Oh, nice. And he's just sitting there chuckling away to himself. It's like I'm pretty certain when we watched this when like I was a kid he <laughs> didn't find it this funny, but now it's the funniest thing in the world.
0: Yeah. I used to well I used to watch all of my parents' Are You Being Served and Keeping Up Appearances and Faulty Towers. Oh, you can't!
2: You can't be a bit of Basil faulty That was so good. <laughs> if you ever want to get inside the mindset of the English people, Basil <laughs> Faulty, everyone. Yeah, he he is oh. he is quintessentially <laughs> British.
0: That was so good. What was the the waiter, whatever Manuel? <laughs> <laughs> He'd always be like smacking him with the door and yeah. shit.
2: So. Uh, it's just it's just good. It's it's, it's just yeah. I don't know. It was a time when, you know, people were just funny. You know, yeah. It's like, every so often I'll go back to Blackadder. Yeah. And, you know, it's like I sort of enjoyed it as a kid, but I appreciate it a hell of a lot more now just for how clever it is. Mm-hmm. Just R- R- Rowan Atkinson and the writing team on that show, they just had a way with words. Yeah. You know, they 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 they, they managed to find like undirty words sound really dirty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you're sitting there sniggering because you're like, he's just said a bad word. But he hasn't. He's just, you know, he's just said it. He just said a word that sounds bad and he's said it in a really, in that really dry tone that he had. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just like, this this is brilliant this this is what comedy should be you know it's I'm not saying that you know you can't have a good bit of slapstick because you know I do love that, but there's I don't think there's anything quite as good as just a really really well delivered subtle joke,
0: yeah, I think that's why like I loved like Mr bean so much because everything was just like even without the words it was just like all just like the subtle shit of just whatever he was doing yeah it was like so great. <laughs>
2: well i mean that's the thing it's like the i think i think it's the the french they've got a real love for mr bean Mm -hmm. but you know the 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 french have got like a long history of you know sort of like you know like mime artists you know mime comics you know so to them they think it's the funniest thing on the planet
0: well i know that was like the genius of mr bean too because without having like language in it it works for any language and for any Mm -hmm. country because it's just you know you're just watching them do shit and be ridiculous yeah
2: yeah exactly it's like everybody everybody knows you know what you know a hardware store looks like everybody knows what a shopping center looks like everyone knows what like you know a flat looks like
0: yeah
2: you know or just like a one-room apartment or whatever everybody can sort of visualize these things (laughs)
0: And it's just and like you... the the most heartbreaking one where he's like in the park and he's like working so hard making his like sandwich and then he sneezes and it like blows away. <laughs> <laughs> it kills me so much because he spends so long making it and he's like puts the little sardines in his sock and he like swings the or the lettuce in his sock to like swing it around and drain it out and he like smashes the sardines on the side of the bench and Spends so long making it so perfect and then sneezes and it just blows apart.
2: <laughs> for the longest time, I thought that credit cards were only there as, you know, like emergency sandwich makers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I didn't think you used them to get money and pay for things. I thought it was just there for if you needed to spread some butter. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my flexible friend.
0: <laughs> that was so great. Uh, I think, like, the other favorite one of mine is, like, where he's having the Christmas party and he, like, runs out of food, so he, like, good old Marmite in the episode, (laughs) and he runs out of Marmite, so he's just putting, like, molasses on, like, a tree, like, twig from outside. (laughs) And he makes, like, his own champagne, or he runs out of champagne, so he just mixes, like, vinegar with, like, sugar.
2: (laughs) Well, to be honest, that's all I taste whenever I have champagne. (laughs) Uh, I've had it twice, I think, and each time I've gone, that is the most vile thing I've ever put in my mouth. You
0: need to mix orange juice and make a mimosa, because that's actually good.
2: No, 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 no,
0: no. I had one of those a few years ago at a wedding I went to.
2: It's like you got through the door and like, hey, have a mimosa. And I was like, is the bar open yet? Because I'd rather rather go get a pint of Guinness, if I'm honest.
0: I've never had Guinness.
2: Guinness is... You probably us, can't
0: look. get it like properly over here, anyways, because it's all in cans and shit. Like, I'd well, probably if, be better off going to a place where they actually like have it on tap. Yeah, I mean, right. if
2: you can get a can that's got a widget in it, then you get you get a better experience than just having it out of a can. Yeah. But I know it, there's a lot of places over here that don't do it on tap anymore because you've got to you've got to keep the pipes in a particular where they've got much more upkeep on them mm. than just regular lager or you know bitter yeah. pipes you know you've got to keep them chilled and you know got... it's all complicated so more often than not you go somewhere now it's like oh i have a Guinness. it's like it in a can is that all right it's like yeah sure <laughs> and they've got um oh, what are they called now we just call them wizards but there there is a name for it <laughs> and it's just like a just like a little metal disc inside a housing and this disk is sort of sunk in slightly and they put a little bit of water on and it just oscillates underneath oh, okay and they pour it in and they and it oscillates and you see it sort of separate like it would on a traditional hand pull. it's quite fun to watch you can you can buy them <laughs> online i know they i know they had them on amazon because i was tempted to buy one once and then you know backed out so i was like "Ooh, legos <laughs> uh, so the, the, priorities yeah, the, yeah exactly <laughs> so you know they're kind of good, but it's you know it's, it's quite a heavy drink you know it's quite it is quite bitter it's got like a, a strong irony kind of mm. taste that i don't think there's anything that you can compare it to i Probably mean not.
0: it's like trying to explain marmite to people
2: yeah did did you ever i can't remember did you eat that marmite sandwich
0: i just ate the one bite all right i didn't eat the whole sandwich because i'm not insane i I
2: remember a conversation we were having about it but i don't remember the outcome of the conversation
0: no i made the sandwich and i took the bite and i ate that bite and even like my friends like you ate the whole bite i'm like well it's in my mouth i'm not gonna spit it out i might as well finish eating (laughs) the bite
2: yeah it's like i'm gonna waste the rest of this sandwich i'd yeah. feel really bad if i wasted the bit in my mouth well
0: i think that's what like upset me the most is like i wasted good bread i wasted good cheese for the yeah. marmite he well, like, was off I've... only even jack was still like yo you still put too much and i'm like the bread was fresh like what do you want me to do i can't spread it thinly on fresh bread yeah.
2: Well, I'm, I'm just glad that peanut butter and pickle worked out, because... It's I've good, had a, right? I've <laughs> had that sandwich a couple of times since that video. <laughs> see? I'm
0: like,
2: hmm, i got peanut butter, I've got pickles. Well, there's my sandwich.
0: Yeah, see? Um,
2: it's, it's good. It's good. Like, in fact, you,
0: you wouldn't think it would be, but it is.
2: In fact, if I get a little peckish later on, maybe that's what I'll go eat. I don't know. <laughs> uh,
0: Peanut butter and pickles. Hmm, maybe I'll make bangers and mash. Oh, <laughs> do it. Do it. You can't
2: you can't beat bangers And, mash.
0: and then once you actually, like, well, I probably yeah, have that, make toad in the way. hole. Yeah.
2: You got to make toad in the hole after that.
0: Actually, my dad used to make uh toad in the hole for me. You know I mean? See, that's
2: that's the best thing about the end of summer. All the good food starts to become mm-hmm. eatable again.
0: Good fall time stick your ribs food. Yeah,
2: exactly. hot brown Mm-hmm. it's what i call it it's just it's good hearty warming food yeah you know, it's like we're, when we're in the middle of december and we've eaten stew every day for like you know <laughs> three weeks i'll be like god i can't wait to eat a salad or something <laughs> <laughs> i said that's a lie i'm never gonna be yeah. the, oh man i really want a salad <laughs> i don't yeah.
0: think you'd ever see that sentence <laughs>
2: no um, i was talking to a friend the other day we were on about I, I i i did my scrambled eggs in a skillet the other day and it was the first time I've ever done it in skillet. And it's completely changed my outlook on life. It's like revolutionized me to my very core. And I said, yeah, I sent my men a message. I was like, Oh, I did my scrambled eggs in skillet. And it was amazing. It's like the best thing I've ever done. And she's like, Why are you having scrambled eggs? I was like, Well, there's was, was just me in the house. And I hate cooking for one. I think it's a total waste. So I was like, I've got, I've got a little bacon, a couple of eggs. I've got some toast. I'm gonna have bacon and scrambled eggs on toast. Nice. Yeah, it's it sounds yeah it sounds perfectly logical to me. And some red and brown sauce on there, which are good. One. Um, and you know, she's talking about it, and she's like, "Oh, well, I've I've made a delicious salad." I was <laughs> like, "Oh, so you made a uh, 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 you know an entirely meat based salad?" It's like, "No, I made a salad." and then she she sent sent me a message later on when like as the conversation had got going and she's all like oh well you know chicken steak salmon I was like you add all of that in one salad that's the best salad ever she's like no not all at once you have one you don't have all of them I was like well then that's not a great salad
0: how good would like a meat salad be if it was like beef and chicken and like bacon bits
2: at work today, we decided that the greatest creation to ever happen would be the, it's the na- nachos chili cheese dog burger. Oh, wow. That where you, you make like a giant burger and you'd have you'd have to cook it in a special apparatus. So it turned out to be like a big meat taco. And then you put your hot dog in and then your chili cheese and nachos on top.
3: Oh, wow. So it's like, it
2: was like all meat and cheese. at <laughs> Like the tiniest amount of corn from your <laughs> nachos. And that would be the, just the greatest eating experience ever. You'd probably die yeah. afterwards. You know, you would take one bite and as you were chewing, your arteries would just close up.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But come on. What a way to death, go. <laughs> you're on death row. Right, you get one meal. What do you want? <laughs> well, I want a nacho chili cheese burger dog. Uh, you know that's how I'd want to go if I couldn't go you know rescuing my family from a sinking battleship then I want to go because I ate too much meat and cheese (laughs)
0: that would be amazing meat Mm -hmm. and cheese is the best
2: it's the perfect combination Mm -hmm. which my friend doesn't get because she doesn't like cheese
0: how can you not like cheese,
2: cheese is the best I don't know I, i It's like every so often I ask her. It's like, why are my friends with you? You don't, and she just says, I don't know. Why are you friends with me?
0: (laughs) It's like Jack. Yeah. I don't eat meat. Well, that sucks to be you then. It's
2: like, why do we even talk?
0: (laughs) How can we be friends if you don't eat bacon?
2: (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm totally fine with someone being like, oh, well, I can't eat this, I have an allergy to it. It's like, you know what, fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and make you, like, you know, <laughs> become ill just to appease me. But if you're like, oh, well, I, d- I don't eat bacon because of the little pigs, it's like, yeah, little pigs are cute as shit. If I could, I'd have an army of t- little piglets running around all day. But as soon as those motherfuckers got big enough to cut up into bacon,
0: mm-hmm. they'd be
2: in my sandwich. Exactly. Yeah. My um, my mum grew up on a, a farm, you know, when she was really little. And she always tells the story. You know how your folks always tell, like, the same three stories? Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> so I've, I've heard this story a million times, and now I'm going to share it with you. <laughs> um, they always used to go and help my granddad, like, feed the pigs in the morning before they went to school. And there was this one particular litter that came along, and one of the piglets... It was born with like lame back legs. Its back legs just didn't work, Aww. so they called it fish <laughs> because its back legs didn't work and they were just kind of like little limp flippers. And Granddad's like, "Oh well, you know, it's not gonna, it's not gonna live very long. You know, I'm, I'm gonna have to put it down." And this just proves how much of a softy he was. Uh, my mum and some of her sisters were like, "No, fish is staying with us. We'll take care." <laughs> And they took care of him until he was big enough to uh, go to the butcher. <laughs> and then, like, bye, fish. It's <laughs> like, oh, Grandad Walter, he was such a sweetheart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, at least it's better than you know having to put it down with young. Yeah, I exactly. Guess. Yeah, <laughs> you know,
2: it's. You know, I'm never going to sit here and tell someone that their life choices are wrong. But vegans and vegetarians, your life choices are wrong. <laughs> yeah, um, you know it's like those uh, pro-lifers. Oh yeah. You know that they're, they're, they're just wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but they're just wrong. Until Maybe. it until it comes out and it can you know squawk and shit and throw up, it's not a person. Nope. It's it's just like a little fish thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's 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 a nothing. It's you know.
0: Just... Well, it's like telling the you know the vegans like we have pointy teeth for a reason.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's to tear apart meat.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm a big fan of a show called uh, QI. I don't know if you get it over there.
0: We don't get it, but I've watched some clips on YouTube.
2: Uh-oh, okay. Um, I, I love QI because it's it's funny because he's just he's got a bunch of comedians on, but you always learn something. And there was a great thing on. I watched it. Was, it is an old episode that I was watching that they were rerunning, and they were talking about um um like the overbite in people, oh, yeah, and the reason that you know human beings have developed an overbite was because of the introduction of cutlery, you know knives and forks, yeah before then we didn't have an overbite because we used to tear our food to pieces in our mouth,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and since you know we've not had to do that. Uh, yeah, like uh, uh, the entire skull has changed. You know, the the position of the jaw has moved. And it's like that's that's a really interesting fact. I'm going to keep that one.
0: Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool.
2: That's going to be good for when you sat in the pub. Yep. It's Like, did you know that? You know, we didn't traditionally have overbites. It's now replaced my all polar bears are left handed fact, <laughs> which. Um, well, I don't actually think it's one hundred percent true because I did read it on a bathroom wall. <laughs> there was there was a pub in the town where I went to college, and above the urinals, they just you know how they've got those like little adverts, those little posters, yeah, in the bathroom. It was just like there were like one of those in front of each urinal, and each one was a list of like thirty facts, and they were great. The only two I remember though is all polar bears are left handed and actor Tommy Lee Jones and former vice president Al Gore were roommates at Harvard.
3: <laughs> oh wow.
2: That's that's like the only two facts. <laughs> they could be they could be totally wrong, but the two facts that I remember from that pub. We
0: don't um, have like a lot of poster art and stuff in women's bathrooms.
2: Well, you you dudes are missing out because we've got, you know, we've got you know, don't drink and drive, uh, watch out for people spiking your drink, don't molest women, Phone uh, numbers, <laughs> yeah, phone numbers, there's a, uh, you know, I am eight inches long and three inches round, <laughs> uh, wow, I wonder what his knob's like, um, you know, it's like, yeah, we've got all kinds of crazy stuff going on and that. obviously, it's, you know. It's I like, I I I've got a, I've got a sort of strange question is you know it's like most male toilets especially when you go to a bar or a pub or whatever there's the vending machine mm-hmm. and you know the, the, there's always a selection of things in there you know there's the two different types of condom then there's the you know enhancement pills
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: they they've got to work for a pound they, yeah. they must do right <laughs> and then there is the cock ring
0: Oh, wow. They have those in vending machines? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Hey, hey, you can't be surprised. Just think of all the crazy stories you've heard about Japanese vending machines. Yeah. (laughs) It's
0: like,
2: having never been in the
0: ladies,
2: (laughs) does the ladies have a similar setup?
0: Um, Usually it's like feminine hygiene products. So tampons and pads.
2: See... That's kind of shitty, I think. Because where's my male hygiene problem? <laughs> Why can't I go and put a pound in the machine and get out, like, a teeny tiny bottle of cologne?
0: I think oh. in, like, some places in the States, they actually had, like, cologne in vending machines in the bathrooms. I remember seeing them. When I was in college, the vending machines used to have, like, in both bathrooms used to have condoms. But now, like, I haven't seen a condom vending machine in a bathroom in a long time.
2: See... Oh, no, that's a little wrong. I think. I, yeah, I think that both. But if you if you're gonna hook up with that special someone after meeting them drunkenly dancing on the yeah in the nightclub, yeah, it, it's both parties' responsibility to make sure that you're safe.
0: Yeah, well, that's just silly. It should be in both bathrooms.
2: Yeah, it's like don't just assume that the man has done it. Yeah. because we we are very simple beasts and get distracted easily. Yep. <laughs> yeah. If we think we're going home with a lady, the first thing isn't, hang on, I've got to go to the bathroom. Because yeah. that sends out like a really weird message, you know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was funny, I'd, um when I worked at the, a couple jobs ago, Um, had like a, like there was the men's room and the women's bathrooms, and then there was just like sort of a, like either gender bathroom mm-hmm. down in the basement kind of thing. And in women's bathrooms, there's these little garbage cans on the wall with brown paper bags in them. Mm-hmm throw your feminine stuff away in and there's one guy who said he went into that bathroom and he thought they were like lunch bags <laughs> <laughs> and he was like probably about 25 so i mean like he, he's not you know an 18 year old kid Like he's 25 he's kind of been out in the world and I, he's like asking like why there's lunch bags in the bathroom and i'm like i don't understand what you're talking about and he's like yeah you know there's this little metal. Like can on the wall that had lunch bags, in it. and I'm like, "Yeah, those aren't lunch bags. Why would there be lunch oh, bags beside no, the toilet?" No. No,
2: you don't sit, you didn't, No, you did that <laughs> all wrong. You should have been like, "Yeah, the next time you go down there, <laughs> tear one off the wall, and you get a free lunch after you poop. Yeah, poo you know, it with there's, you. <laughs> um, th- there's some guys I work with that that they they love telling the story of they would um. Uh, they'd gone out to the cinema one night, I think, and they were like, oh, you know, we're hungry, we'll stop off at, at McDonald's. And they stopped off at one of those like 24 hour places. Yeah. And as usual in those kind of places, there's always a lot of drunk people, and yeah, you know, they 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 finish their meal and everything. It's like, oh, you know, we'll go take a piss and then we'll head off home. So they go into the bathroom, and you know, it's like all the doors are shut in the stalls. But there's only one guy in the stalls actually using them, and they can just hear this this guy and he's you know he's he's getting on with his business. He's like. You know, pushing away and sort of enjoying himself. Mm-hmm. And they start giggling because they just think it's hilarious. And this guy notices that they're in there. Uh, he's just sitting there to himself and he's, he just shouts out. He's like, oh, mate, have you heard of multitasking? <laughs> and they're like, yeah? <laughs> was, like wondering where this is going. It's like, oh, there's nothing finer than taking a shit and eating a cheeseburger. That's dirty tasking, oh, wow. that is. Oh I was like, you know, I think I've, I think I've maybe like gone into a bathroom with like my cup of coffee and like I was like I'm gonna pee. Oh no, wait, I need to poop. And you know, put yeah. the coffee down and then sat there and you know done my business or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm like okay, I got to now figure out which hand to pick up my coffee cup with. Yeah. Because you don't you don't want to get it wrong. Yeah. Uh, but. At no point that everything like you know what, <laughs> you know you know what to make my pooping experience just that little bit better. I'm gonna have a big greasy cheese, <laughs> yeah, so. Wow.
0: Yeah, I yeah. can't. I can't imagine like bringing like food, mm. like t- like intentionally bringing food into the bathroom. Like yeah. I probably like you know had like a cookie or something in my mouth or my hand and kind of gone in there, but it's like already in my mouth most of the time, I'm like, I should probably finish eating before I go to the bathroom.
2: I think, outside the bathroom, there should be, like, a... There should be, like, little disposable, you know little disposable accessories that you put on like it goes around your neck and it's just got like two like little hands on it and you can like (laughs) put food in it so you know if you're sitting on the toilet you don't have to worry about using your hands to hold your food and then wipe you just put you know put whatever food you got you put your cookie in there and it's got this little hand and it's just kind of like wiggling around (laughs) uh, and it's like, oh, well, my cookie's out of the way. I can do my business and yep. go, wash my hands. And then I can take the cookie out, throw the thing in the bin, say goodbye to the staff and be like, oh, I'm going home. I've got my cookie. My barrels are empty. That's yeah. all good. Yeah.
0: I just can't imagine sitting on the toilet eating a cheeseburger. Ah,
2: that's what I call dirty tasking.
0: <laughs> wow. It's like,
2: it's like, I've never had a weird encounter in a toilet like that. <laughs>
0: Neither am I. No. when uh when we were in vegas we went to a strip club like bunch of fur it was like bachelor and bachelorette party sort of all at once so you know <laughs> boys and girls all went to the strip club and my friend and i went to go use the bathroom and in the women's bathroom at the strip club there was because the strippers use it it was like all full of candy so there was like a shelf that had just like all different kinds of candy and stuff in there and we're like that's kind of weird that there's candy in the bathroom well, you know. But it's kind of like their bathroom, change room, whatever yeah. backstage for them, right? And they probably don't have too many women coming through, anyways.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I suppose, you know, they're getting up there and dancing and doing their routine. They need that little energy boost to mm-hmm. keep them going, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They they can't just go on hatred for their stepdad. They've got <laughs> exactly. to have something else to you know keep them up there dancing. Exactly. Um, hey, it's better that they have candy than drugs.
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: So you know, let's be thankful that they've got candy, and you know, everybody join us a big hand if you will for the strippers <laughs> of North America. You know, they're, they're just people too. They're just trying to earn that dollar.
0: Yep. Which is funny because, like, I feel bad for the ones in canada because we don't have dollar bills we have loonies so they mm. are getting like no <laughs> talking about you know making it rain on the strippers but if you do that in canada you'll be arrested because you're just throwing handfuls of loonies <laughs> at them
2: yeah uh, i mean we've the same thing it's like it's the reason why like tipping doesn't work over here like you know if you if you happen to be going in or out of a place you can't tip the doorman because the the smallest note we have is a five it's yeah. like if you give the, if you give them a pound coin You're just going to feel like such a twat, A, giving it to them, and then they're going to have that moment when they look down and see that you've given them a pound coin. So you may as well have given them a penny.
0: Yeah, well, it's the same with us, because we have the loonies and the toonies, so the $1 and the $2 coins.
2: I found out a little while ago that the uh, the $2 coin and the £2 coin that we have over here uh, are all minted in the same place. Oh, wow. Apparently we get our two two pound coin from the Canadian mint.
0: That's kind of crazy.
2: Yeah. So uh I think somewhere I have a Toonie. And my uh, uncle that lives out in Canada, he uh, he brought he, he had a handful of Canadian change. And he <laughs> brought it over and I have no idea where it is now. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I should probably dig it out because that exchange, exchange rate post Brexit, you know yeah. they can probably getting some monies.
0: Just funny for like for us because it's usually like we hold on to our American money because it's always worth more. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. d- d- I think d- that the UK should do is you should just build like some kind of giant like pole and just like push yourself away from the continent <laughs> and just be like your own sort of thing floating out in the ocean. See,
2: I think if we could go back to the days of you know having castles. Mm-hmm. I I'd, I'd totally be down for that. It's like, yeah, we'll push ourselves further out into the Atlantic. We'll have castles, and you know, we'll you know, we'll have a king in the north and a king in the south, yep. and Wales can have a king and Scotland can have a king, and yep. we'll all just kind of get on.
0: It'd probably be hard though because there's, there's all those little islands too, right? So you'd you need like a net to pull them along. Yeah, I mean,
2: oh, we could just like build bridges across to them.
0: Yeah, but like if you like push yourself away. You need, like, a giant, like, fishing net to sort Mm. of, like, corral those islands and bring them with
2: you. (laughs) Uh, I was in Scotland not long after uh, the Brexit referendum, and I was uh, sitting in this bar with my sister. Uh, There was was some football game on. I can't remember what it was, but she wanted to watch this soccer game. Uh, So it's like, oh, well, there's a bar there. It says they're showing it. We can stop in and watch it if you want and we watched about the first half and then I think we ended up just wandering back down to the hotel uh, but we're sitting there and we this girl sits next to us we're just sort of like on like a long bench thing mm-hmm. she sits next to us and her family's there and they're all dressed up and we're like oh I know what's going on here and then this girl starts talking to us and she's very very drunk <laughs> And very, very Scottish. So it was really hard to understand what she was saying at first. You got to, like, tune into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, I love the Scottish folks, but sometimes I don't understand what the shit is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what the fuck's that? I don't know. Uh, but she, she, was, she was very drunk because she just graduated from university. And her family was there, and they were having a big celebration. I think, I think this was their post-drink free dinner drink that they were having. <laughs> and she was, you know, we were talking about it and she was so like, Oh, you can come and join us. We'll move Adrian's wall. You know, we'll, we'll push it down there and all you in North of England, you can all come and live with us. We'll, we'll be Scottish together. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm totally fine with that. I'm, I, if, if, you know, if Scotland wants to uh, devolve from Great Britain, I'd quite happily welcome a Scottish invasion to take me along with it. <laughs> so, you, know, they, you know, they've got haggis, they got square Ugh. sausage. There's, hey, shut up. I, haggis is brilliant. Haggis is great. You'd love haggis. If I made you shepherd's pie, because I normally put haggis in my shepherd's pie. Why
0: would you put haggis in the shepherd's pie?
2: Cause it's so spicy and lovely. That's why. <laughs> but if, anyway, shut up. If I put, if I made your shepherd's pie and made it my way and put haggis in it, you'd be none the wazzy. You'd be like, Matt, why is your shepherd's pie the bomb? And I'd be like, <laughs> ancient Chinese secret. <laughs> and then you'd find, like, the haggis packet in the trash. You'd be like, ancient Chinese secret. Huh? <laughs> like, shut up. Get out of my house. Do and it'd be dishes.
0: like one of those like sitcoms where it's like, oh, you. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: I've always wanted a canned laughter machine my name. <laughs> just to just you know just get it, you know have it set up so it just randomly goes off. There was you know.
0: um a t-shirt you could get from Think Geek that had like a speaker in the chest and yeah. it had like a little sound control thing where there was like laughter cheers and booze and like the Darth Vader entrance and stuff <laughs> <laughs> oh. it's pretty great. love it, love it, love it. <laughs> Well, I'm guessing we should probably wrap this up, because it's an hour and a half.
2: And and we, I think we've covered many topics. Yes. We, we, we've talked many things. We've, we've talked horrible, uncomfortable things, not mm-hmm. joyous things. We've talked about how you're wrong about not liking haggis.
0: <laughs> to be fair, I've never had haggis. It's just the idea it sounds gross. Hey,
2: it's I'm, the I'm... sheep's
0: stomach part of it.
2: That's See, nice. all you got to do is just think it's like a sausage skin. Yeah, I guess it's probably like the same uh, kind of thing. That's all it is. Uh, if you if you have if you have haggis as part of your meal, most of the time it comes out of the skin, and it's just it just looks like minced beef. Yeah, it's just like a little mound of stuff. You should get some and try it, and it'll be awesome. In I fact, I don't
0: that... know if we have like a specialty shop here. Like maybe one of like the butchers' places might have it. I don't know. Maybe.
2: I Well, I say maybe. I, my uh, Uncle Richard was telling me that there was like one place in all of Alberta that did um, sausage rolls. Okay. And he was like, you do it like the traditional British way. That's why I come to you. And I was like, oh, so do they do pork pies? It's like, no, they don't do pork pies. I was like, well, then you should stop going there until... Because, <laughs> uh, that, like... That, it's like he says he misses the family, but really, I think he misses pork pie. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen what that man—he's a pork pie apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, you know, he, he just inhales those suckers, and uh, you know, <laughs> rightly so, because pork pie is the bomb.
0: It's um, like Yorkshire pudding.
2: Yeah, it's just—it's just the best. I love ever.
0: Yorkshire pudding so much.
2: It's—I really want some Yorkshire pudding. There. <laughs> I, I was gonna make pickles and peanut butter sandwich, but now I'm like. Maybe I can make some Yorkshire pudding and stuff.
0: <laughs> that seems like kind of a lot to go through.
2: Yeah, true. But I don't know about you, but I always enjoyed, like, after you've had your like your, your big meal with it in, you go in the kitchen and there's, like, one left in mm-hmm. the tray and just, like, pick it up and eat it like yep. a big cookie. Yeah. that's we're, uh, we're, We were definitely separated at birth somehow. <laughs> some, somehow, some ways.
0: Yep. I need yeah. to make it over there and eat some British food
2: yeah well, let's think what you're missing out on pork pie uh you can get fish and chips over there, yeah I, but it's
0: probably not the theme
2: well, there's very few places over here that do good fish and chips, yeah, yeah most places suck ass <laughs> uh, if you if you if even if you go to the coast, not every coast chippy is a good one yeah yeah
0: you know,
2: it's like a it's like a dying art getting you know, getting get a good chippy. It's like finding that good pizza place.
0: Yeah. yeah
2: it's like there's a pizza place every other street, but mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that they're good. Yeah. Uh, so a pot pie you've had Yorkshire pudding,
0: shepherd's uh, pie,
2: shepherd's pie, basically any kind of stew,
0: bangers and mash,
2: bangers and mash, <laughs> don't know, um, spotted dick spotted dick Just, no, I, don't I haven't think I, had it but I don't think I've ever eaten spotted dick <laughs> I don't think I was allowed because of the amount of times I laughed as a child and <laughs> anyone ever said spotted dick um,
0: blood sausage
2: Ugh. I don't know as long as it's got sausage in there I don't care as long as there's some, there's some kind of dead animal in it <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with it uh, yeah black pudding black pudding yeah you haven't had black pudding, you need to go and sort that shit out, like, right away.
0: No. <laughs> that I don't really want to
2: do. Oh, no, 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 no. You see, like, oh, I don't want to try it. But you try it, and you'll be like, Matt, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> I, I, I've now put on, like, 50 pounds, because all I do is eat black pudding. With, like, no, every... no,
0: I was talked into eating Marmite, and it was the saltiest thing I've ever had in my
2: mouth. <laughs> yeah, but you were talked into it by a veggie.
0: That's
2: uh, true. I'm, I'm, t- I'm talking about good on my like, honest to goodness, dead animal bits.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: which was we know is flavour country.
0: That's where the flavour comes from.
2: Yeah. I w- if I'm having like one of my if I'm gonna do like a big indulgent breakfast, I do it myself a couple of big pancakes, some bacon, some sausage links, some eggs, some black pudding, cover it all in maple syrup and just and just eat it and get in a horrible mess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whenever Metas- I think of, like, a big British breakfast, I think of the scene in Trainspotting.
3: Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah it's, Before the poop. Yeah, pretty accurate. <laughs> you
0: know? um, I guess that's Scottish, so.
2: Yeah, well, I, th- I think the only real difference is is that they'll have... They don't really do beans in Scotland. Beans isn't part of a... Big breakfast at there, And they'll have... They'll usually have square sausage instead of regular sausage. Oh, okay. And they have a tatty scone, which is basically just some fried potato. It's kind of like a potato waffle. Oh, okay. Essentially. It's just sort of flat and square.
0: <laughs> and boring.
2: Yeah. And, you know, haggis. Um, yeah. which, you t- which you totally need to eat. Um, <laughs> Go get that and some black pudding and just mix it all together and just dig in. That's that's the second way I'd like to go. If I can't, have, <laughs> if I can't have this giant nacho chili cheese burger dog thing, then just black pudding and haggis mixed together in a bowl with a big spoon. <laughs> I'll just Mr. Creosote
0: that motherfucker.
3: Fuck <laughs> <laughs> off, oh, <God>, I'm full. <laughs>
0: Uh Monty Python. Yeah.
2: So, so good. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have that thing? I know we were wrapping up, but this is just... <laughs> Did you ever have that thing where you fell out of love with Monty Python?
0: Um. Yeah, I kind of got over them. It's like, it's, it's you know, I think it's one of those things where, like, as a kid and watching, it was like, oh, this is awesome, and now it's like, yeah some of it's just kind of, like, dragging on. Some, some stuff I can do, but, like, some stuff's just kind of hard to take.
2: See, I, like, for the, like, I'd say most of my 20s, I was on sort of like a real downer towards Monty Python. It's just like, oh, Monty Python, it's it's so been done. I don't care, whatever. And then they brought out the uh, documentary, Almost the Truth. Oh, yeah. And I watched that, and it's, you know, it's, I think it's like six hour long, like, segments, and it goes through the whole history of Python. Mm-hmm. And I watched that, and it was just like, my God, I forgot how much I loved Monty mm-hmm. Python.
0: Like, I can, like, it, some stuff. Like, I like the movies. Yeah. Watching some of, like, the episodes aren't bad, but it's, like, some of the things just kind of drag on a bit. But I think that's, yeah. it's not, like, unique to Monty Python. It's just, like, some some British humor is like that. Yeah. So, it's, like,
2: I, I don't think it's just a British thing. It's, like, Saturday Night Live yeah, as well. I've got, the, I've got the very first season of Saturday Night Live on DVD. I think they had, like, an anniversary, so they put out the first season of it. Oh, yeah comes in this nice big gatefold you know cardboard case and everything it's very lovely and you just watch it and there's some episodes and they're just dog shit yeah just they just dire and then you get the richard Pryor episode which is genuinely funny yeah and then you get another couple of episodes which are just a bit lame yeah and i think it's any kind of sort of sketch-based comedy is like that. You it, you will never get a show full of zingers. No, I don't think it's possible. Especially when you've got you've got a group of people, so many people writing so many different mm-hmm. things.
0: Yeah, um, well, that's just it. They're just sort of chucking stuff out there to see what sticks.
2: Uh, um, but there was a there was a show on last week. I think it was. It, it was a rerun. It has been on before, uh, but it was just. Basically a bunch of, like, comedians and, get out of your car, you lazy. (laughs) I hate it when people pull up outside and honk for horn. It's like, get out of the car. (laughs) Oh, they must have heard me, because they're now getting out of the car.
0: (laughs) They're Um, coming to beat
2: you up. Oh, bring it. I've I've got nothing left to live (laughs) for. I'll take it. Um, But, yeah, they've just got a bunch of comedians and, like, TV presenters and stuff doing, you know, their favourite favourite skits from Monty Python and one one came on and did the um, it's the coal miners son skit where the kid comes back home to talk to his parents and his uh, his dad is like a he's got a full like thick Yorkshire accent (laughs) and he looks like he works down the pit but he's a playwright and then his son comes home and he's like oh dad you know I'm going to be a miner and he just flips out on him. He's like, "No, no, son of mine, will be working down pits. You, you, you're going to Paris and Marseille with you, please." <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's, it's just watching that thing again. I was like, "They the, 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 the were, so incredibly smart." And sometimes all it took was just like the tiniest little shift in a dynamic to make something really, really incredible and really yeah. impactful. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, I'll,
0: we'll, we'll wrap up
2: now, I, 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 unless I get distracted by something else.
0: Now that we're both sufficiently hungry.
2: Yeah, I, I'm. I'm going downstairs and make that goddamn sandwich as <laughs> well. So I, I only ate, you know, like an hour, hour and a half ago. I shouldn't be this hungry, but I am. I'm just, I just want to consume food. There's an empty peanut M and M's packet on my desk. And he's just mocking me because he's empty and I've eaten them all. Why didn't you save some? Oh, yeah, because, you know, you just shove them all in your face and hope you don't (laughs) choke on them.
0: I've got a fresh jar of pickles, so I might have a peanut butter pickle sandwich too.
2: Uh, Well, I haven't got a fresh jar, but it's, you know, it's, it's... It's like three three thirds full, yeah, you know, three thirds full, three quarters fully. Just <laughs> three thirds full, it would be a fresh shot. Exactly. Oh, it's it's been it's been a long long day. kids.
0: <laughs> uh, oh. Will you go make your peanut butter and pickle sandwich? I will,
2: and then I'm gonna crawl into bed and weep. <laughs> be like, oh, what have I done to my body?
0: Weep out peanut butter tears.
2: if i if i could weep peanut butter tears i'd i'd watch just horribly soppy films like all (laughs) day and i'd just be like matt you're crying it's like i know it's amazing
0: (laughs) peanut butter (laughs) all right well thanks again for being on the podcast
2: anytime anytime
0: (laughs) i'll talk to you soon Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Little Geek Lost. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. You can find me online at littlegeeklost.com. I am also on iTunes, on Stitcher, and on Google Play, and a proud member of the Potter and Family Network. So if you search hashtag Potter and Family on Twitter, check out all those other great shows, and you'll find mine in there as well. Uh, if you're on YouTube and you're into the video kind of thing, you can find my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash littlegeeklost. And as well, if you want to pick up a t-shirt or some kind of geek geek lost swag you can find my stuff over at redbubble.com and just search little geek lost all one word